Good morning, good morning. Hopefully everyone's awesome and well. Good morning, team. Good to see everyone. Hopefully everyone's awesome. Uh, I can't see this morning, unfortunately, by the look of things. I can't see if you're on the chat, if anyone's on the chat. So give me 30 seconds. I'm just going to do something here. Uh, let's see how we go. See if we're, uh, I can do it another way. All right, here we go. All right. Oh, yeah, there we go. I've got a few of you guys here now. Good morning, team. Good to see everyone. Uh, yeah, had a little bit of a moment with my uh, with my technology, but there you go. Morning, Alison um, and Jeff, Chad. Morning, V. How are we? Good to see everyone jumping on for the Wealth Coffee Chat this morning. Uh, Monday, 16th of August. Awesome to have you guys piling in right now. Hopefully you had an awesome weekend, wherever you are, wherever you were. Uh, if you're in lockdown, hopefully you're staying safe. Stick with it. Um, we'll get there. Sometimes it doesn't feel like we will, but I think we will. Um, and if you had a nice weekend, good on you. That's the way to roll. Sometimes I find it hard to turn off on the weekends. <laughs> My... My friends and family might call me a workaholic, um, but that's not the case. I'm actually, I actually love what I do. <laughs> I just can't stop thinking about what I do. Anyway, there you go. Good morning, team. Good to see all of you guys here today. Uh, welcome to another Wealth Coffee Chat. Like I said before, welcome Nick and Amy and Laura and Sean. Good morning to all the regulars. Great to see you guys. If anyone is new, give us a shout out in the chat. Uh, we're going live to uh, LinkedIn today as well, so I've got my mojo on there. But uh, my name is Jason Whitten, and uh, been property investing over 20 years, uh, coaching property investors uh, since 2003 uh, across Australia and New Zealand. And along the way, you know what? Learn a couple things. And uh, each morning, we get together with some cool, crazy crew, and we share some uh, some. Ideas, insights, pontifications about the property investment world. Morning, Aaron. Good to see you, mate. D jumping on. So give us a shout out if you're new. Uh, if you've got any questions, chuck them in the chat. Uh, might be able to get to them a bit later on. Um, but uh, today, I wanted to talk about um, the number one risk. What do you guys think? Chuck them in the chat for me while you're sitting there. If you're listening, wherever you are. Tell me right now, team, gang. Oh, good on you, Stephen. Joined PRE on the on Saturday. Awesome, man. Welcome along. Great to have you here, buddy. Um, team, tell me, what is the number one risk? What's the number one risk for us as property investors, investors, and all the and also the market? What's the number one thing that affects our world? Chuck it in the chat for me if you think um, if you think it's the Great Reset. Yes. Doug, there could be um, a new beginning, I think. I think you're right there, mate. I think we're entering, I personally think we're entering the, the world of low interest rates forever, just like places like Japan and other places. Um, but we'll see what happens there. But uh, team, not going the distance. Yeah, Jeff? Mate, you're dead right. You know, if you're a good time Charlie and you give up, you get started and, um, and uh, you know, you get down the road a little bit and you get uh, you get the wobbles. It's not going to be good, that's for sure. 
Vice says tax and, and death, negative interest rates. Mm, interesting one, Doug. Yeah, okay. Interesting. Yeah. What do you guys reckon? The number one risk to us as property investors. I can tell you what it is, and it's politics. Yeah. Yeah. So for us as property investors, what do we control? What do we control when it comes to um, the world of investing? Because there are a number of forces that make properties go up. Not having a strategy, certainly, Alison. Um, yeah, if you don't have a strategy, what, what do they say? A uh, person who aims at nothing is sure to hit it, okay? <laughs> but what do we control? There's a concept, a uh, conversation, um, what, what, we, what do we control and what, uh, what, we, what we, we don't control, not... Uh, we don't control. Now, when it comes to real estate investing, you as a property investor, what do you control? All right, what do you control? Number one, you can control the um, the state in which you buy the property. Okay, you can control the location. You can control the city. We could probably put that all up there. You can control the city, the, the state, the city, and the suburb that you can control. That's what you control. You choose. You can control when you invest, how much, to a point, <laughs> and that, well, depending on your lending, how much um, you buy the property for, okay? You can control the type of property that you buy, okay, the type. Whether you buy a house, whether you buy a townhouse, whether you buy a unit or an apartment, okay, or you buy something else, all right? These are the things we control, okay? That's us as property investors. What don't we control, gang? Uh, banks, yeah. Well, Priscilla is pretty close, actually, in the answer here when it comes to um, our risks as property investors and the banks slash the... Uh, the political slash uh, control mechanisms that governments and large institutions in Australia like the banks uh, have affect us immensely, affect markets significantly, okay? So what do we control? The state, the city, suburb, that's what we can buy. When we, we buy it, how we buy it, the type of property we buy. Um, and what else? what else is... Uh, what else do you think we can control? All right, chuck that in the chat for me, gang. Um, g'day, James. How are you, mate? Good to see you. Um, a few people there. Now, what don't we control? What don't we control? Number one, you don't control the interest rates, do you? Do you control the interest rates? No. Okay, so why do we spend all this time worrying about them? All right, you don't control them. Uh, it's silly. It's pointless, it's count, counterintuitive to concern yourself about things that you don't um, uh, don't control. Now, doesn't mean you ignore them and just pretend nothing's going to happen. We have plans around them, okay? Interest rates, okay? Um, you don't control them. You don't control supply and demand, okay? You don't control supply and demand, but... With supply and demand, you can have a really good impact in how that uh, works, team, 
in your portfolio if you understand how, what, where, when, could, the things in your control. Okay, team? Good. Number three, uh, politics. Now, we get to vote, and that's wonderful, and that's awesome and amazing, but ultimately, um, the challenge is you don't get to control politics or probably more effectively, you don't get to control policies. All right? So, policies. I don't know if that's how you spell it. Um, policy. So, you know, for example, right now, what uh, what I'm hearing um, in the, yep, you don't control what others do. Dead right, Stephen. Right. What I'm hearing in the marketplace right now is that APRA, um, there's calls for, you know, um, uh, APRA or the institutions to step in and, and slow down this property boom that we've got and it's, it's going to be a problem and et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Well, let's have a look at the facts because I like, I like facts. Uh, hopefully you, do, you guys too. Here, here is the percentage of the share of um, lending for new lenders. Shout out to Timmy Boyle who um, hits me up with all of these awesome, awesome charts all the time. So you have a look at this. This is, this is 2004. I'll put it in here because it's probably a bit difficult to see on the screen. It's a bit washed out. Um, I should have uh, checked that out a bit earlier. And this is 2000. This is where we are right now, 2021, okay, down, down this end of town. Now, um, anyone know what this... This bottom end of town here, the the in since two thousand and four, what our worst lending percentage share of new lending was for um, investors. Anyone remember what happened here? <coughs> GFC. All right, the global financial crisis, the worst financial crisis the world's world's ever seen. No, um, that's over here um, right now, team gang. So if you have a look at this. Approximately 30% uh, lending. That was a bit of a dodgy looking line. Went up a little bit, but uh, you get my point, team. When you look around and you have a look at, let's say, media hype or um, someone being sensationalist or someone trying to make something up, they go, all right, let's uh, let's say something because uh, um, I need to, an economist needs to say something. Team gang, have a look at the lending volumes right here. We are not even um, back at as a, a share of new lending as investors, the lowest it was in the last 10 years, well, actually more than 10 years, wasn't it? That's close enough to 15 or 16 years. The lowest it was at the GFC, we're not even back up as a share of lending for investors. So my point is, you don't control what goes on here. You and me don't. But when you hear rhetoric in the marketplace and you hear someone say, oh, you know, we should get we should get the regulators back into this. This boom's going crazy. Well, is lending out of control? And the answer is no for investors. Certainly, they the, there was talk about repealing the APRA rules, but that hasn't happened, Okay. Uh, and I don't think it is going to happen because interest rates went down and access to money got a bit easier for a lot of people now. There's a few little things in the winds. At the end of the day, for us as property investors, again, do we control them? No, we don't control them. So have a look at this. We're not back at crazy times. 
So I think that when you hear a bit of that rhetoric, I would say that's a percentage, like a percentage of somebody taking action on that quite low in reality for me when we have a look at it. So what don't we control? We don't control the interest rates. We don't control the lending environment. We don't control supply and demand. We don't control politics and policies, all right? Um, we don't control uh, the infrastructure, um, when and where the infrastructure gets deployed in, um, in the Australian marketplace. We don't control um, the economy and or most, uh, most impact uh, the job rate, okay? And so on. So these are the things we don't control. What are we going to do about these things when it comes to us and our investing and our property portfolio? Um, And it's a good question. It's one we should all make sure we have the answer to when we're rolling along. What are you going to do about your interest rates? Okay. If you're concerned about them going back up, what might you do? What might you do? You might do a an equity lock. You might lock in a portion of your interest rates, okay? You might make sure your rents are up, okay? You would make sure in the beginning when you buy the property, you do your numbers, you use the cash flow calculator as part of mentoring, you sit down with your coach and you analyse, can that property be standalone? Because who cares if the interest rates go up when you know you've got buffers in place, when you've got equity locked in, when you're cash flow positive, when you've got your tax PAYG variations all dialed and done. Okay, the only reason to fret about it is if you haven't got those things done. So get them done, all right? What do we do about it? Now, we are now controlling the things about the thing we don't control with some strategy, with some tactics, team, gang. Supply and demand, okay? Do you control supply and demand? Do you control another 1,000 properties being built in your area? Technically, no, but if you choose the right suburb, that's impossible to have another 1,000 properties built in that suburb, then you, you're fine, all right, aren't you? Um, when you have a bit of a look at it. We've just done a deal in Melbourne, um, it's the number two suburb in Melbourne and the supply, the supply in that suburb, because you can research and understand it, um, the supply in that suburb is nothing. And into the future, there's a concept called NIMBY. Sam talks about it uh, all the time, not in my backyard. Uh, the NIMBY suburb, the houses are worth two, five, eight, ten million dollars in the surrounding area. From a development point of view, from a supply point of view, it's not going to happen. So can you control supply and demand? No. But can you control the suburb and the state and the city you invest in? Yes. So that's how you can um, pick the right spot when it comes to those things. Politics and policies. Again, this is where we have a think about, all right, what can happen? And we've heard this one before. Negative gearing gets gets taken away. Um, capital gains tax gets eliminated. 
something changes in super, whatever it might be. These are very possible. Now, do a scenario. Do something as uh, an investor. Run, a, run some numbers based on, all right, what happens if negative gearing goes away? Well, I get to put my rents up. I've got a really good buffer. So in the meantime, if it takes six or 12 months to adjust, the 1% I'm not getting now from my tax back to add that 1% on the rent because the cost will get passed on if that happens, team, gang. It's going to happen. My buffer's fine. I've got plenty of uh, buffer. I'm fine. So you've got a strategy if that happens. What happens if you know they change capital gains tax? Well, team, we're not going to bloody sell anyway, are we? All right? And who cares? All right? We all know, you guys know, the four, well, there's three we get access to, but there's four ways to have capital gains tax-free real estate. You guys know those ones. Infrastructure, okay? We can research this, okay? The economy and jobs, we don't get to um, control those things and how they affect our property portfolio, but you guys know this. Again, the type of property and the location where you buy it is that area affluent? Does it have good jobs, high incomes, um, high um, affluent scores when we do our research? So you don't control these directly, but you can control how these affect your property portfolio by knowing how to buy, where to buy, when to buy, what to buy. Hopefully everyone's getting the, getting the gist of it today. All right? So gang, Hopefully that makes sense. There are things you do control and the things you don't control, make sure we focus on understanding and learning and getting great at understanding how these things we control can minimise or sometimes even make irrelevant these things that can affect property prices and the marketplace Um so we can have a better experience, go the distance, um, end up with the wealth that we want with our property portfolio. All right? Um, yeah, minimise it. Yep, absolutely, Alison. Alison, good shout out. Where's your six-star team? You have, there are six key people who will help you manage this over the next 15 or 20 years building your property portfolio. And, you know, as I always say, this thing's a marathon team, not a sprint. So what? So what if the marketplace has goes up for another 12 months and then adjusts 10%? So what? If that, if you are worried about property prices adjusting 10%, don't be a property investor. Rack off to the race course or the casino because you don't belong here. Property is slow. It goes up, it goes down. Long term, 15, 20 years, it goes up way more than it goes down. And along the way, we get rent, we get tax deductions, we get extra value. That's what we're here for as property investors. Get your head in the game. Get it right for you to go the distance when it comes to property investing. All right, gang. Well, that's it. Wealth Coffee Chat done for Monday, the 16th of August. Hopefully, guys, uh, learned something this morning. Um, Canterbury, that's it, Jeff. That spot, absolutely spot on. Uh, well, that's it. I'll stop waffling on now, team. I'll let you guys get back to it. Be awesome. Be well. Join me tomorrow. Around about 8.05 is 
when I seem to be getting on uh, every morning, Monday to Friday, wherever you are, whoever you are. Great, uh, great to hang out. Thanks, team, and uh, good to chat. That's it. I'm done. Bye-bye.